stories, scripts, and conversations with creators. This is the Brave Maker Podcast. It's showtime, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. This is our first show of 2023. And my name is Tony Gapastone. I am a Caucasian man wearing black glasses, brown hair today, and a shirt that says Andiamo, which is Italian for let's go because we're serious. Let's go. This is episode 177 of the Brave Maker podcast. I am uh, in the Brave Maker studio in Redwood City, California, and I'm a writer, director, and a producer who also occasionally acts. You can find me on the socials at my name, at Tony Gapasone everywhere, or go to my website, TonyGap.com. I would love to connect with you and meet you. And always, I am with my uh, my partner, my friend, uh, my, my co-banterer in podcasting, who you can always find killing it in the cosplay game, which today, I don't even know if we have a cosplay going on, but we're going to see. Christina Ray Jackson, what is happening? Happy New Year, Tony. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, everyone. This is so exciting. Did you say 171 episodes? 177. 77. I love it. So what is this, like our seventh season? Oh, my gosh. Right? I have no idea. It feels so great to have built up all these great conversations with great people. Yeah. And great to have you back. I haven't seen you all month. You got to take yes. December off. So I did a few without you, but we're glad that you're back to jump in the game to so tell us a little bit about yourself reintroduce yourself to everybody <laughs> it's exciting to be back i'm also a filmmaker and actor and cosplayer comic book writer and uh, just an artist artivist out here in the bay area and i'm coming to you from my dublin studio in dublin california and i'm an african-american woman today's cosplay as you can't see the whole thing but i am in a unicorn onesie i'm still on uh -huh. holiday I texted Tony last night. I was like, oh, hey, are we doing the show or is it next week? He's like, no, we're doing the show. Tony likes to go into the New Year strong. And I was like, okay, I'm on board. I'll be there. So I literally just got back into town about two hours ago. And I'm here. So I've been enjoying holiday. Finished my description. I have blonde cascading locks and a red glossy lip. And I'm wearing a white onesie with gold stars and a unicorn uh which you might be able to see if i put the hood on but probably not so that's the cosplay for today cosplay unicorn okay cool so don't yeah. forget you can go to hashtag k ray cosplay and see all of christina's get-ups over the past year or two it's so cool so yeah. christina uh you've been off but that doesn't mean that you haven't been braving your way so we're gonna start 2023 going strong how have you been braving your way toward your creative goals before our special guests come on i used the skills i learned making the pitch deck for go veronica go to make a pitch deck for golden ray i finished my comic book uh which i've been working on for the last two years that's what started all the cosplay so I made a pitch deck for publishers. So now that's the next step. Initially, I was going to self-publish, but an opportunity oh. has come my way. Yeah. So now we're in talks with publishers and it's all very exciting. So that's how I braved my way. I, I made a pitch deck for my comic book and um, I'm really excited. Huge. About Congratulations. For that. 
Yes. Thank you, Tony. What about you? How hey. have you been braving your way through December? Okay. So I'm coming out the gate hot. Uh, got yeah, a you. short film slated for production. Check your email, uh, Christina, for uh, February. I got another one for April. Like dates are in the book. I've got some mm -hmm. cast attached and I've got some really cool announcements one that i can make one that i can't quite yet but you'll want to stay tuned okay. one of them is our film in april is called the bright side of being barren it's a short film about mm -hmm. people trying to get pregnant and how challenging and ridiculous it can be for them and i've got Wu huang from survivor so any survivor fans out there he was on season 28 and season 31 he came in second in season 28 and he was on the all-stars in 31. we worked on a project in la together and he's gonna star in the bright side of being barren with susan chung who was in oh. last chance charlene my feature film so really cool things in the works it's happening i just i'm all about put it in your calendar and make it mm. happen right don't talk and about make it. it happen make it happen that's it so that's the uh, motto for 2023 <laughs> make it happen we'll be making our black history month happen in february very excited to start talking about that event Definitely save the date. We'll share more on that a little later yeah. in the show. Definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. Remember, let's talk about that. We got <laughs> Robinson and Damian Smith coming to town. Yeah. But today we have three filmmakers who have a project coming up. They are in pre-production right now, raising funds. The film is called Evie's Wish, and we are really excited to get to connect with them. So welcome, Sanju, Lydia, and... Patty, Patty, welcome. Welcome, crew. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Lydia, Sanju, Patty, welcome, everyone. Let's Thank do you. Your... Happy, happy New Year. Year. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. All right, let's do our introductions. This can often be challenging when you've got a handful, so we'll direct it. We'll direct it. We'll do mm -hmm. uh, Lydia first. I go way back with Lydia. So Lydia, why don't you introduce yourself to people? Tell us who you are, where you are, physical introductions, pronouns, and what you're doing on this project. Um, yeah, thank you. My name is Lydia Isnanto. I am an immigrant. Uh, <laughs> I'm an Asian American too. Um, that recently just become an American, which is last Ooh. year. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, my pronouns is she or her. And also, um, the first time I became a filmmaker, um, I started from Singapore. I did a lot of uh, movies for weddings as, uh, you know, a job to survive. Uh, but the the part where I really uh, focus on the filmmaking was in U.S. I mean, when I came to U.S. like five, six, seven, six years ago right now. Uh, and Tony is the first uh, that I really uh, pour out all the passion that I have. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I dream and all that things. And he has been so supportive uh, throughout all the years, even though, Right now, I'm in Austin, but when I was in the Bay Area, um, I'm really grateful for that. Um, and we uh, made a few short films together. And then um, I think I'm really grateful for the community when I was in the Bay Area. Uh, Brave Maker, that's for sure, how uh, has been so supportive for the filmmakers. Um, and when I moved to Austin, I am also feel very blessed by the filmmakers community that believe in me, that uh, that uh, just 
um, fight together with me throughout the projects. Um, so yeah, I, I honestly, um, I think I'm considered really lucky in the sense that in this journey that I meet people that really um, have a gracious heart to support. Um, and um, I am not a, I am not a um, famous somebody, but I am a director or producer for uh, some movies that short film that I have done. And honestly, I, this all short film will never be able to be done without these people and angels uh, that comes along the way throughout the film community from uh, Bay Area or and uh, Austin too. Yeah. So great. Lydia, I, we did three projects together. I believe we did a music video and two short films together. So fun. Wow. Yeah. Actually Lydia. more than that. More? We have, we have music videos. We have Soul Care. Oh, we yes. Have, uh, we yes. have a Soul lot Care. More. We did a lot yeah. of uh, like PSA, corporate, mm-hmm. industrial type things. Yeah. So we did two like narrative films and then one music video. Becky, Alex. So fun. Gosh. we Yeah. So I love getting to know you. And now because of Lydia bringing her short film to the 2019 Film Festival. We met the Coens, who now Amy Cohen is our producer of the show. That's right, yeah. And Jessica, her daughter, is intern. So this world, it's all about those connections and those relationships. It's so, Mm -hmm. so, so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Cool. Glad you're here, Lydia. Uh, Sanju, how about you? Introduce yourself. Hi. Hi, y'all. First of all, Happy New Year, and a great thanks to Christine, Tony and I know Amy's behind working behind the scenes. Thank you all, everyone at Brave Maker for having us on there. And uh, to start, I'm I'm Sanju Jacob. My pronouns are he, him, and his. Uh, by profession, I'm a UX UI designer. I ah. design uh, websites and apps. Uh, but that's 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 on that's a recent career change. I would be uh, I had done, and. Other than that, I've been an independent screenwriter for some time. It's just, uh, you know, I've been exploring for a few years now, and it's it's my first production, the first uh, screenplay I thought it could be produced, you know, within the budget constraint of uh, indie movie. So, yeah. So uh, growing up, I always wanted to do something that's creative. Like uh, after high school, I wanted to be a, leave a fashion designer first, and then an animator, but like I'll, I grew up in India. I'm an Asian American, but I grew up, I, I was born and I grew up in India. So like all Asian parents, it was like engineering, medicine, nothing more than that. So I went into engineering and I did aviation maintenance engineering. And after I got married, I moved to the US and it was kind of a tough time for aviation, you know, uh, because of all the post 9-11 uh, stuff going on. So I was fine to ha- uh, had to find jobs. And finally, I thought I should leave that and get into designing, which is more like IT, but it's more creative stuff. But in between, even when I was out of jobs as well, like I was uh, pursuing my fascination for filmmaking. Uh, we were living in College Station, but I used to drive down to Austin here uh, just to take classes at Austin School of Film. That's where I met Lydia. And, Mm -hmm. you know, after reading a lot, taking some classes, uh, I fell in love with screenwriting. 
that's something that's that's liberating i would say and uh to some point uh you know it uh, like production is costly right but then writing is is liberating i would say yeah. on the other end so i took some classes at austin's uh community colleges at a college as well and then when uh after you know getting official search for some of my short screenplays this one after i wrote it i thought this could be pretty this was this was uh, simple enough uh good enough uh but then uh you know the first person that came to my mind was lydia because uh i had helped her with her projects back in school asi at elson school of film and She's so approachable. And that's when I contacted her and like they say, the rest is history. Well, that's great. So you, 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 you just jumped into the whole story, Sanju, but awesome. Okay, so hold <laughs> on. We, we, you're good. <laughs> that's good. We're excited to hear this. So you wrote it. She's going to direct it. Well, we got to hear from Patty first. Go. So Patty, just give us your quick introduction. Okay. And then we'll toss it over to Christina. <laughs> Sorry about that, Sanju. <laughs> you're good. Okay. You're good. So I'm Patty Curry. Hi, Happy New Year. I'm a little nervous. Um, I'm really happy to be here. I'm in great company. What a way to kick off the new year. Um, I am a makeup artist by trade. Um, I've been doing it for over 20 years. Um, I've lost count, honestly. Um, I, I did start in the music industry, but that encouraged me to branch out and be more creative being from Austin, Texas. I've worked with a lot of um, who's who and who's not who. Um, <laughs> oh, my pronouns are yeah. she, her. Um, Thank you. Yes. And, and what um, about a physical description? You got to describe yourself for our uh, our listeners. Yeah. Oh, because yes, I forgot. Okay, so I have purple hair. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have about. I think my um, my hairdresser is amazing. He's an artist. Speaking of local artists. Um, he chose to stay in Austin instead of moving to LA and do like Paris Hilton. Can I name drop? No, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, he's amazing. So he, I just let him do whatever he wants. So I have like about four or five shades of purple that's right cool. now on my head. I was thinking so you, were say you did that yourself, but that's cool. That oh, you have somebody else. No. Dabble on yeah. Here. Yeah. Which brings me to letting you know, my spirit is to support local artists. And so mm, that's I why I've been it. going to Frankie since I was like mm -hmm. probably 20. Um, I'm not going to say how old I am because they can't see me. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, I love supporting artists on all levels. Um, it has given me hope um, throughout my life, especially through COVID times. And I was just talking to Sanju and I've had this discussion with Lydia many times that, um, you know, I love what we do and how we support each other locally, globally. The independent artists are so, so important. I don't care how many five-star artists or five-star actors I work with. It's always going to be my heart for the mm -hmm. indie artists. Go and indie. so I love like indie that. film. Yeah. <laughs> love indie film. Big yeah. hearts for indie. Um, and I'm so grateful that Lydia brought me on and she's giving me the chance to spread my wings as a producer for the first time from the ground up. I've done music video production, but it's completely different. Yes all the claps <laughs> and applause but um yeah. i'm enjoying working with these two it's been a ride and i'm sure the journey is going to be in fiercely so i'm super stoked hopefully i gave you enough information <laughs> definitely and we'll uh dig in and ask for more as we go along but let's jump in with you, lydia Christina. 
We're, you're welcome, Patty. We're going to start with origin stories. And uh, Sanju and Patty have shared a little bit. Uh, but let's get into We're going to start with Lydia. And Lydia, before you start, we love mm -hmm. a visual description for our visually impaired friends and family uh, listening at home. And so if you could provide a description of yourself and then share with us your origin story. Where were you born and raised? And how did your journey uniquely prepare you for the work you're doing today? Um, yeah, I, I was born in Indonesia. Um, I love the food. <laughs> That's the best. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I live in Singapore for most, literally most of my life uh, before the U.S. Um, when I was in Singapore, I um, worked as a videographer and photographer for wedding business. Um, I guess that is when I was trained uh, really run and gun shoot, uh, make a script and shoot and, and edit and film and direct and do everything with the couple budget um, and make the movie for the couple, how they met, how they uh, fall in love and all that things with different different kinds of stories. So that is a product that I, I, I sell, uh, that I sold then when I was in Singapore. So. Um, um, that was the literally the, the time where I really uh, feel my passion is for story. Um, I just cannot get enough of stories. Stories really touch my heart, uh, and 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 I I want to work. I want to make story alive, and I love uh, making it uh, into film. Um, I mean, I love I like photography as well. I mean, back then if I only work only on video, I cannot survive because back then in Singapore, I was an immigrant too. Um, I don't have house, I don't have family, I gotta pay my own rental and everything. So I gotta work on something else that can give me uh, income and for me to do what I'm passionate about, which is making film and create stories. Um, so that is when I where I was started, um, I think about 15 years in Singapore. I never um, not touching any camera, my camera for the for 15 years. <laughs> I sleep with it. I eat <laughs> with it. I just go everywhere with the camera. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, and when I moved to US, I think that was a time where I need to really make a decision. Um, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? What do I want to focus on? Um, so I decided to really focus back to my why of why I'm doing what I'm doing uh, is the love of the story and making film. And yeah, that is where I met, I met Tony and just blabbering all about <laughs> all my passions and all that things. Um, and I'm grateful that we made uh, films, uh, create. I think I feel so alive back then uh, when I was in the Bay Area. And then I moved to the Austin. I also grateful to meet uh, Sanju at the Austin School of Film and Patty, oh my gosh, like I'm also grateful for she really like her passion to supporting indie film and artists is just, it's just overwhelming, you know, I mean like uh, it, it is a blessing to know her. Um, so uh, I create a This Is Me, there's a short film that was shown in a Brave Maker first film festival too, I was so honored. Um, 
and then uh, out of a sudden I'm become of a, a first mother and my middle age so <laughs> so I gotta I gotta work on my uh, physical uh, stamina right here you know so I, <laughs> run, I I run I run marathon I just I just finished my my first marathon in New York that was a uh, great oh wow congratulations um, yeah, I gotta I gotta work hard to to get my stamina really uh, back. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and um, I'm so happy to. I mean, at first I was so nervous uh, for having my boy, my baby boy, uh, Zachary, alone. You know, like as in uh, in the pandemic. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, then um, and I don't know. I never I never have any passion of becoming a mother, so I never try to learn on how to a lot of things like changing diapers or anything like that so uh, I'm grateful for the support of my husband too during this time and um, we really uh, taking care of our baby boy by ourselves uh, literally our, we are the only human that he's, uh, he has been seeing for the first one year of pandemic wow um, yeah that was that was crazy and uh, that was uh, challenging um, that I actually uh, stopped making my vlog. I mean, I did a lot of vlogging mm. and all that thing. I I, I stopped editing, um, and I, um, I mean, now I'm looking back. I'm grateful for this for that time. Like I'm grateful for seeing him and witness witnessing him as part of my story of my life story, and how mm. he grows so fast and change. And that is like inspired me actually. Um, yeah. And. And a lot of uh, um, him actually um, showing me the real me too. Like I mean, I saw I saw, I saw like my mini me, literally the 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 attitude, the behavior, or what he <laughs> believes in, or what he want to do, you know, and, and all that thing. So yeah, I'm grateful that he's is part of my life story. And um, and in the midst of pandemic, uh, like the second year too, like I meet. Um, um, as in, like, I have a few projects that I was so mm-hmm. scared of because, like, I don't know what to handle within the virus and the baby uh, that is not uh, vaccinated scary or anything time. like that. It is, yeah. it is a real scary time. And Tony, that time, uh, also, I wanted so much to be involved in the Scarlet, Scarlet Thread, uh, Terry, with mm-hmm. Terry, yeah. right? Um, and she asked me whether I can come. Oh, my God. Like, I, I'm so loving working with Rave Maker, uh, any, uh, like, Tony and the team and anyone. But that time, it's just, like, I I have to let go and I'm scared mm-hmm. to fly. I'm just, yeah. So, um, but, um, well, I'm grateful for Patty. Like, I have a few projects that I can make it uh, with few little crew um, for the clients. And uh, Patty right here is just, like, so helpful, so supportive. Um, and now, I mean, like, uh, when Sanju approached me, well, th- should I tell the story or is there any question in future? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, we're going to talk about Effie's wish. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sanju, okay. anything else you want to add about your, I mean, you kind of gave a little bit about, of your background, but anything no, else it's like about a, your origin? Everything. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Anything about your origin story? Cause we, you know, we have people who are watching who yeah. have not made a film yet. Uh-huh. We have some people who have, you know, made a short film or two and they haven't made a feature. So uh, tell us, have you made the feature or made any shorts in the past? Tell us kind of where you are in your in your background and your history. So uh, like I was saying, I started with the film school, uh, the Austin School of Film, which, which is a nonprofit. They don't have any credited classes. These classes are 
like just for your information, it's very basic intro classes, but those were really good because these uh, those classes actually give or or those classes actually give me a broad taste of all the aspects of filmmaking. So that way, I got to do a little bit of everything, and then finally choose what I liked. So I I would say like the best thing was getting a taste of everything. And then when you find what works for you, what you what fascinates you more, what you are passionate about more, uh, you you explore that further. For example, in my case, it was screenwriting. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, so I, I was interested in editing and screenwriting as well. So editing, what I did is I took some classes on, is it okay if I mention uh, websites? Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so Udemy, and yeah, they're great. They're uh, great. One other website as well. You know, they have these, um, I would say, affordable classes like on uh, intermediate, beginner to almost intermediate level uh, editing classes. And, mm -hmm. and there are a lot of classes. So with those, I tried editing, uh, which was interesting, but wasn't that creative when compared to, at least for me, when compared to screenwriting. So finally, when I logged on to screenwriting, what I did was I took a, a term or a semester of class at Austin Community College. It was a credited class, but I just took one class to learn the technique, the format behind screenwriting. And once that was done, uh, I was always intrigued by how actors act. So what I did was I took an evening class into, uh, I think it was intro drama or something. It was basically intro acting. So I'm a bad mm -hmm. actor, but, uh, you know, just to see how, what, how, how do actors work? Yeah. You know, what the techniques are like, yeah. how do they, you know, it's like putting on a switch. They go from being themselves to the character. Right. So yeah. to learn that I took, those intro class i think one uh, one semester of those classes as well i want to say that's a huge uh level up as a director or as a producer or as a screenwriter to take an acting uh -huh. class because if you are writing it's one thing to to write writing is hard number one mm -hmm. so hard and brave maker <laughs> does acting acting and screenwriting classes so check us out at bravemaker.com if you want to take with us but i think what you can do is by putting yourself in those shoes, you're able to write better, you're able to produce better and and direct better. And that's that's really yeah. huge. You you often hear from actors that directors don't know how to direct well. They don't know how to talk to actors. They don't know what it feels like to be true. in those shoes and in no, their head. True. And when you can, I think that makes you a better filmmaker. So you know, kudos to you for doing that. Yeah, Sanju, I, I love your approach, getting a taste of everything before deciding to dig into screenwriting this is a beautiful approach because film has so many layers and yeah. there's so many opportunities within it so to jump in and get a taste i'm really intrigued by that i think that's a great idea take some classes even in areas that you don't think you might have an interest you know you're directing but you're taking acting like that's beautiful yeah yeah uh yeah that's what i did and right now i'm still learning i'm new to filmmaking uh mm -hmm. this is my third short screenplay I made a short film back at home uh, in College Station, like when we were living in College Station. Uh, my wife was handling the camera and I did it all by myself. It was 
<laughs> oh, it was cringe That's great. So, like, it was really cheesy. <laughs> uh, uh, but then uh, the next two sc screenplays I wrote, wrote, my wife actually encouraged me to send it to film festivals because wow like, she said, uh, like you know if you keep if you write something and keep it it's it, nobody you knows about it, it right right yeah. yeah so so my first uh uh script i wrote like uh it got uh like official selection for micro uh austin micro film festival and the second one i got uh it was a sci-fi uh it got uh into quarterfinals of uh Blue Cat screenplay uh, contest. Congratulations. That's oh, exciting. Yeah. And this is the third one. And luckily, uh, uh, I decided, you know, same thing. Like, I'm an introvert, so I try to keep it to myself. But my wife uh, told me, no, this looks mm -hmm. good. Like, it's, it's, you should go forward with yeah. If you want to make a movie, go make it. So that. Boom. <laughs> yeah. That's, Boom, yeah. You must. You must. That's Tony's motto. <laughs> That's a right. secret. Yeah, just make it, you know? Right. Just make and, it. And I'm learning a lot because of that from these guys, like these ladies here. Mm -hmm. Oh, they are awesome. Like, I was telling uh, Patty today, like, I have learned like a uh, four, four year worth of, a four year degree worth of filmmaking, uh -huh. uh, you know, stuff in just three months yep. from these yeah. guys. From it's making like, it. You're learning by making. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, let's let's watch your so Seed and Spark is hosting all the fundraising for Evie's Wish right now. You've got a really great uh, video up on there. Again, if you are watching or listening to this on our podcast, this is episode one hundred and seventy-seven, and you want to make a film, you're hearing it right here. Just make it, write it, and that sounds easier said than done. But you got to write it. You got to find a team. You got a director, producer. You got to mm -hmm. raise funds. And so this is a great website to use. I have used this multiple times, Seed and Spark, and they help you make it. They coach you on what to say and what to do. They give you a, a great platform to do it in. And if you go to Seed and Spark and search for Evie's Wish, you'll find it. But we're going to play the video. If you're listening to this in the car or on a run, you'll be able to hear it. But maybe you want to come on as a um, supporter, as a donor as maybe an executive producer. So let's take a, a watch and a listen to the Evie's Wish Seed and Spark intro video. The coronavirus has now claimed nearly half a million lives across the US. No celebrations this year, okay, dear? Oh, it's okay, Mama. But what about the shoes? They're big, shiny, just like my old one. Evie's Wish is a short feel-good drama about a little girl and her mom. I lost my mom when I was little. I grew up in a happy, loving, blended family. But at this age too, I miss that special bond. 
And it rang so true to me because I know many as well as myself have lost family members and loved ones during the pandemic. This film talks about how the connection between family and strangers can create hope in life that sometimes can feel hopeless. It shows how people helping people is very strong. You never know who's going to be kind and provide uh, guidance and help. Kind of hits home. I'm a nurse and it tells the other side of nursing that was left out during COVID. Edie's wish is a story of hope that will put a smile on your face. I hope this story gives us a space to heal and be brief. I'm going to be playing the role of Michael. And I'm five years old and I can't wait to tell Edie's wish story. Look at that. Awesome. So precious. Look at that. Congratulations. Okay, so let's dump in with our remaining time. Tell us more about uh, Evie's wish and all the plans that you have for it. right now. The script is written, your fundraising. I saw your casting. Have you got all of your cast? Uh, why don't you all give us some bullet points of where you're at and where you're trying to go with this story? How about uh, mm -hmm. Olivia? Why don't you start? Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, we have the mini of a main actress from uh, New York is going to come next week. Um, and also Evie, uh, which is the main character of the five years old, is going to come from Houston. It was a challenge when we uh, choose the Asian American actress at first. Uh, we wanted to be local at first so that uh, easier for the logistic. But I guess after we auditions for, um, I forgot how many people, um, we finally uh, choose Mini and Chloe uh, together with Sanju. Um, so right now we have already, um, we actually have this crowdfunding page ready by um, November. Uh, but uh, like what Tony said, that is the good thing that the Min Sid and Spark really give us, like coaching us about, hey, I'm not recommend you to, um, do the crowdfunding during the holiday season and people and your post is just going to be gone when people yeah. say Merry Christmas and all that thing. So yep. uh, we decided to postpone uh, and uh, live on yes, just today. I mean, Sanju did a great job and uh, yeah, Sanju wrote a, uh, a lot of people like all the, all these cast are fall in love with his story, the story that Sanju has wrote, written and, um, and I'm grateful to, uh, uh, work together with Sanju and Patty. Like we literally not only uh, talk the talk, we literally like do the work and walk the walk. Uh, even during the holidays together. And right now, uh, the props is um, Patty right here is really working hard for making the wardrobe and props uh, coordinate with the side in the New York and side in the Houston and just making sure, or even sending them samples to just make sure the shoes or dress and everything. And also, um, we have Sanju's house to be prepared for the filmmaking. Um, we have all the crew actually uh, complete uh, and the PA and everything ready. Um, so um, we uh, plan to film um, in January 14th and 15th. Um, if that is not enough, then we will go for January 20th. Um, and we hope that there's no uh, unexpected crazy of uh, COVID or anything like that that make the production shut down suddenly. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but apart from there, actually, uh, now we are pretty much uh, prepared um, and everybody's excited and love the story. Yeah. 
So if I understand you correctly, you are filming in two weeks and that's without having all the money. So are you kind of just banking on the fact that the money's going, wow, that's faith right there going after it. That's huge. Okay. Yeah, I will let Sanju to say about this part. <laughs> that's great. Go ahead, Sanju. And you wrote, tell us a little bit about the story. I love that you led by the way, personally and transparently about losing your own mom, which when I watched that the first mm -hmm. time, I immediately felt something in my heart and we always talk about this when we pitch when you pitch a story a personal connection is so mm -hmm. important and that yes. really was a great way to lead so go ahead and talk about that your story and, and, and anything yeah. else yeah uh so yeah like i lost my mom when i was little i was in ninth grade and uh she met with an accident it, it's bittersweet in a way that my two-month-old sister was in her hand when uh, she was hit by a car oh. and as a, like a miracle, my sister, uh, she's all grown up now. She's a high school teacher back in India. So, so it's, it's, I don't know, like that never leaves me. And uh, as a child, I never missed my mom in a way, uh, like I miss right now because growing, growing up, you know, you know, at that age at, in say ninth grade, you're not, uh, aware of what you're losing. But at this right. age, you know, uh, when you see like uh, when you see that connection with your with your uh, when your connection between your friends and their moms, how they you know uh, uh, you know fight and they fool around with each other and they support each other, yeah, support each other. You know, they are Lean the on each biggest other. critics and the biggest advocates, right, moms. Yeah, uh, so that's that's something I I miss. Uh, but then uh, going into Evie's uh, uh, story, uh, I was I was trying to write a short uh, script for a local uh, like a South Indian association. That, uh, like there are my friends from church who uh, who wanted to do a short film, and I thought I'll write. Uh, they asked me to write a story, a script, and I wrote it, and. But, but then after that, uh, I had a change of mind. They were not interested, and I had a change of mind. I said, no, it's 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 too narrow. Uh, the scope is too narrow, and the the story won't reach wider audience if I keep it to just a South Indian background. So I I, I moved that to Christmas, and as uh, most Asian Americans these days, like we we are looking those are stories that's not that much said right uh because asian americans if you see especially the middle class asian americans uh we are considered as model citizens uh you know once you're in the middle class we are, uh people feel that we are all set everybody is set everybody uh has a secure life but like i was saying um uh, I was telling one of my friends the other day, like there are many people who are just one paycheck away from mm. homelessness, right? Because it, because here it's it's there are mortgages, there are loans. Everybody is on loans, some kind of borrowed financial in a borrowed financial situation. I would say it's all in debt. So you miss a few uh, bills or a few mortgages, and you're on the street, and that's the case. And that was the uh, that was a big reality during 
COVID. And, uh, and, and one big part uh, that EV's Wish, uh, I, I wanted to explore with EV's Wish or uh, something that I wanted to bring to the public's uh, attention was the plight of nurses, mm. healthworkers in general, but nurses uh, in particular. Uh, we In the news, it was a, like, uh, you know, all the healthcare workers are working day and night. Uh, they are so stressed out. They're not getting a break. But there were health workers who were out of job, like nurses who worked in operating rooms, you know, all the, uh, what what do you call those, um, elective procedures were closed, right? They were all stopped. Dentist offices were closed for several, like clinics were closed for several months, things like that. And those nurses, those healthcare workers never had a job and they were living paycheck to paycheck, you know? And and that's never in the news. That's yeah. uh, so I, I wanted right. to bring that also to. I know that because my wife is a healthcare worker and ah, uh, more I, personal connection yeah. there. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's amazing. I didn't know that. And her her hours got cut because uh, she didn't have patients in uh, coming into the hospital. She's a hospitalist. Right. So there were patients in the ICU, but no patients. You know, regular patients coming into the hospital. Mm-hmm. So her hours were cut, her friends' hours were cut. Some of them had to, you know, look for, they call it moonlighting, like yeah. go, uh, work elsewhere. Kind of freelance like, gigs, yeah. Freelance kind of gigs. They had to yeah. do that to, you know, uh, survive. So, yeah. Uh, and, 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 and coming back to mothers, this is uh, a story of, even though it's Evie's wish, it's, she's the central character here, but it's all about mothers, their love. Uh, it's mm-hmm. if you uh, if you get to read the screenplay, it's like mothers, you know, the force is they're like they are like a force to be reckoned with, mm-hmm. and mothers not not just attract, they don't pull, they even push. So it's like uh, they have their own uh, their own uh, selfish in a way they they are selfless, but then they're they are selfish when it comes to their own kids their own uh, you know uh grandkids uh so that's that's something i want to explore as well oh this is great i'm really excited about evie's wish thank you for shedding light on so many beautiful themes in this film uh we have to hear from patty we've heard so many beautiful things about you patty from sanju and lydia and we've yet to hear your oh. origin story yeah, so if you could tell us where were you born and raised, how did you get into film, and how are you I'm enjoying little... working on Evie's Wish? Sure, sorry about cutting you off. <laughs> um, I'm from Austin, Texas. I'm a local. Um, I've watched it grow, and I chose to stay here because <laughs> I love it so much. Um, the roots of this city have really helped me, you know, lay some roots, and it's been great. As a Texican, is what I will identify as for <laughs> culture reasons. If you don't know what that is, look it up, crowd, because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm a Texican. Um, uh, there, let's see, what else can I say? I did start, okay, I, I was in Science Academy as a child in high school. I was very fortunate to be in ROTC as well as Science Academy. So I was able to hold a camera at a very young age. Um, that was my first introduction. But little did I know, um, 
I would end up being a backup dancer for Will Smith at one point. What? Wow. Yeah. And it got me through college. Oh. I paid for college legit. <laughs> um, so I went from that to working with someone that was in film. Because he was right okay. right at that time. He was transferring with the fresh from the Fresh Prince to going into the music scene. I mean, from being in the music scene to going into Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, you guys have my pictures. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm still very connected to the music scene. Um, however, so I did that. That was my first experience of being on a, with a crew that was professional as a female of color. Mm -hmm. So as a Latina, for those who can't see me right now, um, it is very, very important to me to represent. Um, yes. And I went to H Houston Tilson for summer program, which is a predominantly African-American college. Um, and I was lucky to go there. And then I moved forward, paid for my college, got out of the house <laughs> so I could do my hair this color. And then um, I started uh, doing sushi wow. as a part-time job. It paid really well. So I kept, I was a sushi chef. Then I took some acting classes, Sanju. Very good. <laughs> and, um, and I wanted to see what it was like on the other side as I was doing PA on productions from LA and so forth that were coming to Austin. Um, I think when Lord of the Rings was being filmed, there were some people that were coming from New Zealand here and they were like, man, Austin, 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 Austin. That was a long time ago, y'all. <laughs> so back then they were already scoping us out. Um, so they were going back and forth to LA and then I decided I'm gonna stay in Austin. I found extra gigs, PA gigs, learned. I heard um, Russell Crowe, I heard rumors that he did everything under the book on film sets. So he was electrician, bartender. I mean, I can go on and on until yeah. he figured out he wanted to act. So that was my inspiration, which is kind of funny to me now, but um, to go into the film industry and just being around the beautiful people that were struggling to just get their voices heard. And whether, no matter where you were in the film industry, people wanted their voice heard in the long run. So I was lucky to be mm -hmm. around them. And then I moved on to working for independent film. I volunteered for everything under the sun. I love makeup because I can work with the actors and actresses and I can be there for them because we all know that's the council, yeah. the makeup chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so for them to be able to give out the story that Sanju and Lydia present and that you two present in your films yeah. or in whatever you do in cosplay, I was able to find, I found a niche. I was like, I care about people and I can be there for them and empower them in a way no one else is allowed to on set. And so for me, that is the silent voice that power is the behind. I'm like the whisper behind the voice for the story. Mm. And that just makes well me said. so, so yes. grateful to be a part of that. So thank you for being a part of the thread. That's part of the quilt that we're all a part of. Thank you as art. Heck yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you. That's come so on, nervous. That's all great. Yeah. Lydia, Thank Sanju, you. and Patty, you all are doing it. This is the Brave Maker way. Yeah. Is you got to do it Thanks. and make it and collaborate together. So make people it and can, share people it. People can find you on mm -hmm. our Instagram page, Brave Maker Org. Uh, if you're watching live or you're watching on the replay, all of this stuff is in the, in the chat. So you can find them, uh, find uh, Evie's Wish, and become a donor. 
you can get on uh, their their list. Just follow them on Seed and Spark. There's always mm -hmm. ways you can support. We got to do better at supporting people and indie artists, everybody. So make it happen for them. Yes. They're going to be in production in a couple weeks, which is so amazing. Here's what I always tell people. If you want to be a filmmaker and you are not using your own money, then you better get out of the game because money, you need money to make these movies. Yes, there's people who do mm -hmm. it for free, but if you're not using your own money, are not willing to or not willing to go find it you're never going to make movies outside of maybe one or two because people don't work for free forever so you got to find ways to monetize mm -hmm. it and they're doing it and you can get your name on it you can get a credit on imbb <laughs> i'm pitching for you all okay real quick before we go before we end our show with our brave faves what is the log line the one sentence pitch for what this film is about evie's wish is about what who's gonna say it togetherness togetherness it's about togetherness and evie what's evie's, what's evie's wish can you tell us what that, that like that one sentence thing like when i read it on imdb what does it say if someone wants to know what this film is about what's that pitch what's that log line sanju oh, lydia yeah yeah <laughs> i'm all love <laughs> so the one log line would be like uh it's uh, Evie's wish uh, for Christmas is to Evie's wish for Christmas is to uh, get a pair of new shoes, but her mom's wish is to make her happy. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah, I love it. Let's see if <laughs> Evie's gonna get this pair of shoes and if Evie's gonna be happy or not. Make sure this film comes to life and yeah. i didn't realize it's a holiday film too so that's cool yeah all right. and that's there's, right. so, yeah. there's so much need and want <laughs> for holiday films these days so all right well good luck with that everybody we're really stoked we could have you on yes, this conversation yeah. we're gonna do our lightning round which is the quick favorite thing of the week first one of 20 brave faves tv shows films books songs technology clothing podcast food and more these are a few of our favorite people, places, and things. Brave Faves. So my Brave Fave is a fantastic series on Netflix coming to you from South Africa. I think it's very fitting for today's panel. We have a very international panel today. We got Indonesia in the house, Asia in the house. We got Texicans in the house and Italians up here with Tony. <laughs> so this is a great show. It's in Zulu. It's in English. There's all kinds of languages being spoken in the show. It's a South African show. It's a comedy and uh, it's absolutely fantastic. So if you want to check out something fresh and fun, that celebrate family and diversity, then check out How to Ruin Christmas. I think there's How to Ruin Christmas, the wedding, the funeral, and the baby shower. And oddly enough, the funeral to me was the most hilarious one. So uh, check uh, out this series available now on Netflix. Yeah, and I'll shoot it over to you, Tony. What's your brave fave? All right, so I found this show on HBO Max super late to the party. People have been talking about this for years, and I never got on it. It's called Search Party. It's currently on uh, HBO Max. There are like five seasons. It is incredibly funny. It's all about wow. these four hipsters who... Uh, happen upon a missing person that they used to go to school with. They go on a search for this person and then a bunch of stuff happens and it is 
so funny, so dramatic. Wow. Uh, they're leveling up genre in so many comedic ways. I, I, I was like glued and they're 30 minute episodes. So you can go through them really fast. That's my brave fave for the first Wednesday of 2023. What do you got, Sanju? Your favorite thing of the week, <laughs> person, place, or thing? What do you got? Uh, so like Tony, I'm, I'm, I'm a podcast geek as well. So I listen to a bunch of podcasts. One of them is Imaginary Worlds. And lately, I'm, I've been trying to catch up, like I uh, missed some episodes. And one of the episodes uh, that I listened to was about something called analog horror. Mm. It's it's a subgenre oh. of horror. And it's the first time I'm uh, I'm hearing about it. It's, it's how these, uh, uh, you know, wonderful like uh, very creative uh, filmmakers they make these 80s and 90s like tv recordings of tv shows those are actually fake tv shows with fake mm -hmm. ads and everything and they put it on a vhs tape and they kind of leave it in thrift stores for people to find and watch. Uh, what how fun <laughs> yeah, yeah it was sorry good. Sounds really fascinating. I, I, mm -hmm. I love it. Thank you. I'm a huge podcast nerd too, so I love that stuff. Uh, what do you got, Patty? Sorry, I got all excited about that. I have to watch all of your suggestions <laughs> or all your braves. Um, well, I was revisiting Kim's Convenience. That's a good one. Which is everyone familiar with that one? I am not. Um, they are a colorful family that is. Um, uh, it's on Netflix and, um, it is definitely a, oh, sorry. <laughs> I just got a call about Kim's convenience, which is kind of funny. Um, so I'm rewatching the whole series. Did I say that already? You might recognize <laughs> a, uh, a popular Marvel uh, character from. Yes. Kim's Korean. Convenient. They're all Korean family. Yeah. yeah they're amazing. And yeah, there's a couple cool. of the, the guys, one of them's in a star Wars episode, the father is in one of the star words series Very or cool. sagas i guess yeah yeah thanks awesome. <laughs> i Maddie, love it thanks and what do you got lydia um yeah i'm a little bit weird like i just uh watch the tv show korean tv show it's uh, the birth center um yeah it is um it is crazy because like a lot of people think that we uh get a uh, get pregnant and give birth is something like, wow, you know, it's so beautiful. But then behind the scenes, just like so many things that is like hard, it's messy. And it's um, <laughs> a lot of failure that people not talk about. And that show is just like showing everything. Oh my wow. God. Have that. It's showing everything and it's comedic and it's, and it's funny. <laughs> and it's, wow. And it make, it make me as a 44 years old mom with a, as a new uh -huh. mom, feel so hurt and so like, <laughs> man, Ooh, and like yeah like i just i just looking at this show and uh putting the spotlight to moms you know like i mean when you give birth the spotlight is always to the babies mm -hmm. how cute mm -hmm. they are and how adorable they are and you know like uh this is a spotlight to the mom like what she actually going through i love it yeah that's so amazing. congratulations yeah, 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 yeah. lydia really congratulations on becoming yeah. a new mom at 44 yeah, yeah a marathon and for staying in the filmmaking oh, game really yes. and, uh, I, I, I i'm also honored to be part of this uh ev speech because like i really think that um asian american has been arts is uh, underrepresented here in america so yeah. i'm glad to be part of this project and 
just to showcase um, the Asian American and even Mini also is a Korean herself. And so I am so excited to uh, lift up the uh, arts of um, Asian American here. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, we are so thankful for your time today. Don't go away, yes. y'all. Uh, episode 177 can't happen without you all and your support. Brave Maker is a 501c3 nonprofit. You know, we, we, we curate filmmakers and films just like what you're seeing here we have a film festival every july uh, we'll tell you about our black history month event coming up in in uh, february we also create original content we're making a bunch of short films we have a feature film or two hopefully in the works so your support of us through tax deductible do donations are crucial uh we say this almost every week but the, the gear the rental of our space we need and, and depend upon your support so 30 people every month give a donation from 500 uh, from five dollars i wish 500 from five to a hundred dollars <laughs> If you could give $5 every month, you know, give up a cup of coffee every month, take your phone and text the word brave maker. That's one word brave maker to four, four, three, two, one. And you could become one of our monthly donors. You're going to be hearing more about this in the coming months because we're creating more VIP opportunities. We had drinks and appetizers at a really fancy hotel in December for our monthly donors. We're doing another one in May. All of our monthly donors who are $25 and over get a VIP pass to our July Film Festival. There are so many cool things. So please consider becoming a monthly donor today. Raise our 30s up to 40 to 50 to 100. The more we get, the more movies we make, the more cool people we can have on our podcast. We're so grateful for all of your support. Thank you, everybody. What do we got coming up next week? Christina. Join us next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We will have actress and writer and so much more. Akina Ferguson will be joining Tony and I live right here on YouTube on the Brave Maker channel. And we cannot do this show without our amazing team, some from Austin, Texas. Thank you to our live show producer, Amy Cohen. Thank you to our social media manager, Carrie Allen. And thank you to Bernal Amos, our podcast editor. You all are so great. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, Happy New Year to you. We'll be watching from afar all the yes. things that are happening and can't wait to see a final product from you all. Good luck and kudos to you. Yeah. And we'll be we'll be posting on your behalf uh, as you do it. Tag yeah. us in your post and we'll reshare them. Thank you so much for Thank supporting you. us. Yeah. Thank you so much for having Absolutely. us. You got yeah. it. Well, don't Thank go you. away because we have a tradition of taking a little screenshot with our guests. So don't go away. But Christine and I are glad to be doing this. Thank you so much for watching, yeah. everybody. Brave stories change the world. And you are the story. Goodbye, everybody. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at BraveMaker.org. Like, subscribe, and share. To become a monthly donor, text the word BraveMaker to 44321 or go to BraveMaker.com slash donate. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>